Hey CEO, I have an important question for you today. Are you running your business or is your business running you? If it's time to get your business in order so you can fully step into your role as a confident, in-control CEO, then I want to invite you to this advanced training series that I'm hosting live on May 20th through May 24th. We're calling it the 90 Day CEO Sustainable Success Series. And over these four days, we're gonna break down our research-backed, client-proven process to help you sustainably scale your business without hustling, without overworking, and without burnout. If you've been winging it in your business, hoping that you'll eventually get caught up and telling everyone in your life that when things calm down, you'll be a real functioning human again, this series is especially for you so that you can reclaim your life as you scale up your business. All you have to do is head over to theceocollective.com slash success and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Hey there, do you ever struggle to find time to do the activities that you know are going to move the needle in your business? If the answer is yes, then stay tuned. You are going to love this week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business, my weekly show where I share how you can keep things simple and strategic to create success on your terms. I'm your host, Rachel Cook, business growth strategist for women entrepreneurs. And over the last 10 years, I have been helping entrepreneurs to design a life and a business they absolutely adore. But one of the challenges I hear over and over and over again from entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurs like me, solo entrepreneurs or people running very small teams, and you have other things going on in your life. So maybe you have small children. Maybe you have people you're taking care of in your life. I hear from so many people that they struggle to find time to do the things in their business they know will make an impact, that will help them to reach and serve more people, that will help them to grow their business. So today, we are going to dive in and talk about three ways you can find more time to grow your business. So if this is you, I want you to say, right now, you know, I get it. I totally get it. I know how crazy life and business can be. I understand that business is a full-time thing. You know, for a lot of us, this is answering all the emails yourself, dealing with all the clients yourself, um, posting on social media yourself. You're doing so much work just to keep this thing going, just to keep the ship moving forward. All those types of activities though, they fall under the category of working in your business, the day-to-day admin operations, working with clients, just the kind of daily grind that keeps your business running. The challenge is finding the time to work on your business, the big picture stuff, right? Now, these could be big picture planning, designing new products, programs, and services that will help you reach and serve more people. These could be things like writing a book that you've been thinking about for years and years and years. It could be creating a program. So maybe an online program or a workshop series, something where you could actually get out there and take what you have been working on -on one-on-one and serve more people with it at the same time and create more leverage in your business. It could even be things behind the scenes where you're implementing systems 
that remove you from the equation, right? That remove you from the daily grind in your business. So it could be things like implementing onboarding systems for new clients. It could be things like implementing client experience processes. It could be even things like implementing marketing and sales automation systems that make it easier for you to bring in those new clients. So I'd love to hear from you. What are the big picture things that you want to be creating in your business that you've been struggling to find the time to actually implement? I know you've got some. I know I've got some. We all have things on our list, on our wish list we want to create. So you know these things would be game changers in your business, right? You know that writing that book would completely up-level how you show up in the world. Now you're an author, published author. You know that having a program that allows you to serve more than one person at a time would give you a path to grow more revenue and reach more people. So you'd be working smarter. But finding the time can be really hard when you're running that daily grind, you're raising your family, you're doing all the things that we're all doing right? So today let's talk about how we find that time. And the first thing I want to start with here, the first thing I want to talk about is you have to shift your mindset. You can't focus on finding time, okay? You've got to make the time. You've got to make the time because the time will magically appear someday, Waiting someday for that time to magically appear, like those 10 hours you want a week to work on that next big project to start writing your book, they're not just going to magically show up one day. We all know this. We all have the same 24 hours a day, 168 hours a week. I have got just as many hours as you do. I've got just as many hours as Beyonce does. I've got just as many hours as anyone else out there. So you have to make time. And this is a big mindset shift, but I really want you to be thinking about how you are looking and approaching your time each and every day, each and every week. One thing I always think about when I'm coaching people around this is I can tell where your priorities and your focus is by looking at two things, your money and your time. If you were to actually pull out a bank statement You can tell if you are invested in your health, your bank statement will have, you know, receipts from grocery stores where you're buying healthy food. You will probably have something like supplements or gym membership or yoga classes or getting regular massages and um, body work. Your money will tell us a lot about what you value, what's important to you. If spending time with your kids is important, your money will probably tell us a lot about where you're investing in that family time. Same with your business. Your money is going to tell us where are you really putting your money where your mouth is to show up and get done what you need to get done. Well, your time is also very telling. If you're saying, I can't find the time to prioritize these big things, then we need to make the time. That means we need to start really tracking your time. We need to pay attention to where all of that time is going. So, Just like with anything else in your life, if it is a priority, you have to make time for it. You have to devote resources for it. So this is where shifting from 
living by default, running your business by default to designing your business is going to be really essential. And if you followed me for a while, you know that I talk all the time about what I call a model calendar. So you can't just wait to find the time. You have to make the time. You have to prioritize the time for the things that are the most important to you. Now, my model calendar is one of my favorite strategies of all time. It's something I talk about a lot. I have done a whole series of content on how to create a model calendar, on how I design my week. I'm not the only one who has talked about this approach. Um, Michael Hyatt has shared a lot about this. He calls it an ideal week. Same type of concept. But the biggest key to designing a model calendar is this is when you are blocking time in your calendar for things that are a priority for you. You're actually blocking time out in your calendar for those big picture things that are a priority for you. So if you know that you want to have, let's say, a weekly Facebook Live show, you saw on my model calendar, and I'll show it again, it is blocked in my model calendar. It is in the calendar. There is no question. Nothing is going to magically come in and take away the time that I show up each and every week because I have dedicated time for it. If you have a goal to write a book, I have a client right now who is in the process of writing a book. She's dedicated time every Tuesday morning to spend at least two or three hours working on her book because she's blocked that time and she has let everyone in her life know this is what I'm working on. You cannot schedule things for me. I cannot be interrupted. I am not accepting calls. I'm not accepting appointments. I will not deal with email. Everyone knows this is what's on tip deck because this is an important goal. So making time is essential. You've got to prioritize making time and that means getting it in the calendar. So I know that for a lot of you guys, and these are the questions I hear about a model calendar and making time, planning things out in the calendar. Some of the things I hear from people quite often are, okay, what if my schedule is a little different? Like I'm not full-time in my business because my business is a side hustle right now while I'm working a full-time job. I want to challenge you that you can find the hours that you need. You can easily find 20 hours a week, even if you're working full time, simply by replacing hours where you're doing something that is not moving you towards your goals. So if you were to actually sit down and track your time for the next week, you could probably find time that is just kind of disappearing on you. Maybe you're you know, watching TV every evening. Maybe you're waking up and spending 30 minutes every morning scrolling through your Instagram feed. Like you need to find those hours that are kind of getting lost and reprioritize them, rededicate them and call those your office hours. So if you're working a full-time job and building your business on the side, what are your office hours that you're committed to? Is it in the evenings from six o'clock to 10 o'clock? Is it every Saturday morning? You know, you need to just choose what those hours are going to be and create that container for yourself. If you're a busy mom, like I have three children. Many of you know this. I have three children. I have twin eight-year-olds and a five-year-old. So I have been growing this business from the time, you know, before I had kids. And I have been through all the stages up until now. I've been through the baby stage. I've been through the toddler stage. I've been through the, you know, crazy, you're trying to get them on a schedule and then they change the schedule because they stopped taking nap stage. I've been through all of that. So 
how do you find the time? You have to ask for support. And I've talked about this a lot. I have a whole blog post dedicated to how to find childcare when you're a mom entrepreneur. I am not the type of mom entrepreneur who was great at doing anything during nap time. Like, let's get real. I had twins right off the bat. Um, nap times weren't guaranteed <laughs> for me. So I had to ask for help. And I wrote an entire post. You can find it at rachelcook.com slash childcare. And it's all about how you can go from getting free childcare, getting creative with getting free childcare to gradually getting more and more paid hours of childcare as you are able. There was a point when my twins were really little where I would literally go to the gym where they had two hours in the gym daycare and I would spend 45 minutes working out and the other hour and 15 minutes working on my business. I would find the time somehow, some way, some shape or form, I would get the support I needed so that I could have child-free hours to grow my business. And if you are someone who, you know, maybe hours like mine just don't seem realistic for you. So I'm an early bird. I like getting up and working. I like being done and locking everything away by 2.30 when my twins get off the school bus. But maybe you're a night owl. That's okay. Like, I truly don't believe that you have to be an early bird in order to succeed. But you need to find what works best for you. I know that for me, I am freshest in the morning and I do great creative work in the morning, like writing content, creating new programs, things like that. But in the afternoons, I'm better at doing stuff like this. I'm better at having client conversations. So I schedule my work to fit my natural flow and you need to do the same thing as well. So I would love to hear from you. What time do you have available in your business? What time makes the most sense given your lifestyle, your family, your creative rhythms, what are your dedicated office hours? And if you have a specific program that you're working on, a specific thing you are working on right now, whether it's a program, a book, a you know new system you need to implement in your business, when are you going to dedicate the time for that? Okay? So that's my first tip for you to making time, is to get it in the calendar, create that model calendar, and block that time out. The next thing is to make no your favorite word. So I know as entrepreneurs, especially when you're first getting started, um, we have to say yes to everything. Like opportunities aren't just flooding at us. So whenever we get one, we have to latch onto it. We have to jump onto it. But the challenge comes when you start saying yes to things that are not aligned with your big goals in your life and in your business. So at the beginning, yes is essential. It gets you out there. It gets you talking to real people. But saying yes to everything is kind of like a scattershot approach to growing your business. You're saying yes to opportunities that may or may not be aligned with what you actually want to be working on. So you have to get more strategic. You have to get more strategic about what you are saying yes to. Two, And that starts with one, knowing what your priorities are. If you are not clear on your top priorities or your top goals, then it's going to be really challenging to be strategic about anything else in your business. You are going to be kind of at the whim of whatever happens to float into your inbox that day, whatever opportunity happens to land in your lap whether or not it actually makes sense for you. But when you are very clear about what those goals are, about what you're working towards, the game has changed. Now you have something you can use as a filter to decide, should I say yes or no to this new thing, this new opportunity? So 
you don't have to start saying no to everything. This is not what saying no is about. It's about paying attention to where you're saying yes too much. So a common challenge I hear from people, and I worked with a client who was going through this, was one of the things that had grown her business in the early stages was saying yes to every coffee date. And that's how she got to meet so many people in her local community. That's how she found so many new clients. She said yes to coffee dates all the time and was probably having a handful of coffee dates a week. But a couple of years into her business, it was becoming something that was actually a challenge. She did not have the time to work on the next level strategies. And it was because she kept saying yes to all these free coffee dates instead of saying yes to the big picture goal that she had. So we realized that was becoming a time suck and she needed to create some limits around that. Limits like, who would I say yes to for a coffee date? Is this a real um, get-to-know-you peer connection or is this a free brain-picking session? She had to differentiate between those because if it was a free brain-picking session, that's no longer a free coffee date. That needs to be a consult or paid conversation. So we had to put some limits in there. We had to put some filters in there to how she would approach that one thing that was becoming a time suck. Another example, my friend Denise Duffield Thomas over at luckybitch.com, she got to a point in her business where she was completely overwhelmed with interview requests. Like people were asking her to be on their podcast, to be on their show, um, to do all these different things. And she realized she was saying yes to a lot of things that were not actually aligned with what she wanted to talk about or the audiences she wanted to be in front of. So she actually sat down and created a page on her website all about, you know, do you want to interview me? Here are my topics. Here's what I'll speak about. Here's audiences I'm interested in being in front of. And here are the type of interviews I will do. She got very clear that she would be on a podcast, but she would not be on, let's say, a free telesummit where she's one of dozens of speakers and it's closed behind an opt-in or something like that. So by getting really clear about what she was going to say yes to and what was just not a fit, now she had a filter and was able to be more strategic about what she said yes to and it made it a lot easier to say no. So I want you to ask yourself, where are you saying yes to often? And it's starting to turn into a time suck. It could be you're doing too many coffee dates. It could be you're spending too much time in the free Facebook group. Look for those opportunities where you're spending too much time and not getting on a return on investment. And that time could be put to better use. Those three or four or five hours a week could be put to better use working on your big picture dream. Now, the final thing I want to mention here is taking yourself on a CEO date. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know I talk about having a CEO date and going on a CEO retreat all the time. In fact, let me bring back up the model calendar. I'll show you, like, this is a part of my model calendar. Every single Monday, this is something on my calendar. I have dedicated time to review my goals, which are written down, you guys. Your goals are not real goals unless they're written down. I have a place where I have them that my whole team sees what we're working towards. We're tracking to see if we are getting closer to those goals. So every Monday, I have a dedicated time to sit down, look at our goals. I have time to sit down and look at our metrics and see, are we on track? Are we off track? I have time to sit down and look at the project plan. 
What do we need to work on this week? Who needs support this week? Where do I need to ask for help this week? I have time to sit down and plug time in my calendar for that week's big priorities. If I have a video that needs to be recorded that week, it gets put in the calendar during that Monday CEO date. So I know not to let that time kind of disappear under a million other things. So this CEO date is seriously one of my favorite practices. I talk about it all the time because it creates such a huge change. It completely up levels how you approach working in your business because you're giving yourself a dedicated time, even if it's just for one hour a week. It doesn't have to be a Monday. I know people who do a Sunday afternoon CEO date because they like to get their plan together. They like to do all of that so they can hit the ground running on Monday. I know people who like to end on Fridays by having their CEO date in the afternoon. So they end their Friday. They're kind of reviewing their progress and setting themselves up for success first thing Monday morning. Whatever time you plug in that CEO date, the key is you do it every single week so that you make sure that you're making time for those most important tasks every single week in your calendar. Okay, so I want you to ask yourself, what is the big picture project that you want to focus on for the next 90 days? And actually tell me below. I'll pop back in the comments section and answer any questions you guys have. But I want you to tell me, what are you working towards? What do you need to make time in your calendar for over the next 90 days? Is it a new program or service you're trying to create? Is it a new marketing strategy you want to implement? Is it a new system you need to put in place behind the scenes that'll make your workflow and your life a bit easier? I want to hear from you at least name one, and it does not need to be a bunch. If you have too many priorities, then nothing is actually a priority. Priority means what is your number one focus. So let me know what that is. And I hope this uh, Facebook Live, this content today, has helped you really start thinking differently about how you approach your time in your business. We cannot wait to find time. We have to get strategic. We have to get intentional. We have to run our business by design, not by default. And that means we need to actually plug that time in our calendar, say no to the things that are going to distract us from getting that done, and make sure that we're checking in on ourselves. We're having those weekly CEO dates to hold ourselves accountable. So if you loved today's show, then I know you would love the Fired Up and Focused challenge. This is an absolutely free 10 day productivity and planning challenge that will help you to get more accomplished, more of the important work accomplished in less time. In fact, I hear from people all the time that just going through this 10 day challenge has helped them to free up at least 10 hours out of their work week. And it's been a huge game changer for over 20,000 entrepreneurs now ever since we launched it. So I'd love you to check that out at firedupandfocused.com. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Let me know what you think and what questions you have in the comments below. And I can't wait to see you again next week, again, Thursdays at noon for next week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business. Take care.